Who can tell me what the following movies have in common? Transformers, Holes, Fury, Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Peanut Butter Falcon, anybody? Ah, you're good, you're good. They all feature the actor Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf, he's 36, he's a very good actor, also a filmmaker. Uh, Shia LaBeouf starred in all those movies. And uh, just this week, uh, Bishop Robert Barron, who's now our bishop to the south in Winona, Rochester, he had this uh, long online interview with Shia LaBeouf because Shia LaBeouf is converting to Catholicism. So they have this 90-minute this interview about all kinds of things, and uh, one of the things of, of how Shia was led to Catholic faith is he was recruited to star in a movie about Padre Pio, the great Franciscan-Italian saint. It's coming out later this year. I don't, you don't even know the name of it yet, but um, he's playing in this role of Padre Pio. He died about 60 years ago. He was a miracle worker. He had the stigmata, uh, a holy priest over in Italy, St. Padre Pio. And uh, as he's preparing for this role, you know, he has to get to know who the Franciscans are. So he's spending time at this Franciscan monastery, and he's hanging out with the Franciscans, and he's there coming from a very dark place in his life. You know, depression, darkness, a lot of challenges in his life, a lot of isolation. And he's still, you know, in Hollywood getting ready for this big role. And he's there with the Franciscans, and as he talks about it, you know, one of the most interesting things in this interview with Bishop Barron is that the stirrings of faith in Christ came not from a homily, not from showing up in church, not from a Bible study. Those first stirrings came by being at table. The Franciscans in this one friary would have Shia over for dinner like every day, all the time. And as Shia recounts this, he, he's so struck by how he was received. Uh, and uh, if, if Shia, if you're watching, I apologize for the bad impersonation, but I, I can't help myself, okay? So he's like, you know, I'm showing up to dinner like every day with these brothers, and they're just like feeding me. Like, we're just like hanging out. Like, they don't want anything from me. Like, I'm eating them out of house and home. I'm, I'm eating their ice cream. I'm, I'm petting their cat. Okay, Franciscans have a cat, I guess. Like, he's just, like, totally welcomed into their life, and they're just laughing and having dinner, and he was so struck that they aren't trying to get anything from him. Like, imagine being, you know, a top-tier Hollywood actor. I'm sure people are always trying to get stuff from you. If I can be in your aura and share some of your celebrity, or maybe I can get some money making a project with you, you know, people are always jockeying for, you know, what can I, what can I get from you? What kind of reward will I have? How am I going to get it repaid by hanging out with you? And here's these Franciscan friars who, like, they're not asking anything. They're just like, come have dinner. And Shia is just like totally overwhelmed and then begins to be curious about why they live this way and curious about Jesus and curious about the faith and things went from there. I think that's such a beautiful illustration of what Jesus is talking about in the gospel today. You know, when you invite people over for dinner, don't have your friends and your wealthy neighbors, your relatives. Don't do that. 
they can repay you. He's not saying you, you can't do that. Jesus wants you to hang out with your friends too. But like, you don't get anything back from that. Everybody does that. Everyone invites over who you know and who you're already comfortable with and, you know, your group. But the friars, they invited over someone who was spiritually poor and wasn't rich in the divine. Spiritually blind, a man who didn't know the Lord Jesus. Spiritually lame, he was weak from his sins in so many ways. And he's the one who's invited to table. He had nothing to offer them. They weren't asking for anything. Like, we're called to do the same thing. We're called to invite to our tables the poor, the blind, the lame, physically and spiritually, those, those who can't pay us back or who can't call us and say, next week or May Club is at my place. Like, that's how we're called to live. And the same way, if, if you're attending a dinner, attending a banquet, Jesus says, if you exalt yourself, you're going to be humbled. If you exalt yourself in this life, God will humble you. Take the last place. Take the lowest position. Stop trying to jockey for, like, who's sitting where and who's, who's closest to the, to the celebrity and, like, you know, a wedding banquet. Like, why am I at the last table in this wedding hall with Aunt Matilda and, and the custodians? What the heck? I'm more important than that. Like, Jesus is saying, like, stop making that how you live. Humble yourself. Take the last place. And God will exalt you. Be humble. Be humble. Humility is a very important virtue just in life. It actually can get you very far. It can do beautiful things. It, it makes us different people. But even aside from the human virtue of humility, Jesus tells us to be humble because humility is the way of God. Humility is the way of God. God is found where you least expect him. And if you don't remain humble, you're going to miss out on God. You'll be so busy exalting yourself, you don't realize that God is where you least expect to find him. God is the one who is taking the last place. God is the humble one. St. Paul says that in Philippians chapter 2. Christ Jesus, who though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave. That sounds like the last place. He humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even death on a cross. God's found on the cross of Golgotha. God's found in a poor stable with a mother and a father around him. God is found in the lowest place. And if you exalt yourself, you're going to miss him. But if you humble yourself, you stop worrying about, well, what am I going to get out of this? What's my reward going to be? How close can I get to the celebrity, to the the glamorous ones. If you humble yourself, you'll discover that you're actually right next to God. The fact is, at this table today, Jesus invites all of us who are, in so many ways, poor and blind and lame and in need of sight 
Jesus has already lived out this parable. He's invited us to draw near to this table because he humbled himself even unto death that we might live. So brothers and sisters, let us humble ourselves and God will exalt us. And if we don't humble ourselves, we'll actually miss being next to God.